This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. It is Friday, April the 21st, 2023, and we're recording this podcast at 1:22 in the afternoon. Because there's a lot, so much to get to that I couldn't even handle this in the morning. I had to wait until I was fully awake at 1.22 in the afternoon to get into all the things I got to get to today. We look ahead to a huge weekend in the NBA playoffs. Some interesting matchups, including two picks I got for you today in Major League Baseball. Plus, five NFL players suspended for gambling? What? This is all coming up on a Friday edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by the Bet Rivers Network. You're in the Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, folks, I got to start there. So, breaking news uh, this morning uh, about 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 an hour and a half ago, two hours ago from when I'm uh, recording this podcast. Four Lions players including their first-round pick last year, Jamison Williams, who you may remember um, missed much of the season last year because he was hurt, uh, were among five players league-wide to be suspended for violating the NFL's gambling policy after an investigation by the league. Lions wide receiver, this, this is from an article from ESPN. It's Eric Woodyard. Uh, Lions wide receiver Quintez Cephas, safety C.J. Moore, have been suspended indefinitely as well as Washington Commanders defensive end Shaka Tony, they can reapply, uh, can reapply for or apply for reinstatement one after one year. Although Detroit announced they had cut the two players in this situation, Cephas and Moore, second year wide receiver Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill, who's also a second year wide receiver who I'd never heard of. I don't know if he played last year, or whatever, being suspended six games each for why were they suspended? Is it that they bet on NFL games? Is it that people think they threw games? No. Um, Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill are being suspended six games because they made bets, apparently on basketball, from the Lions facility. Now, if you're an NFL player, the rule is you can bet on, you can legally bet but you can't bet on the NFL and you can't bet from an NFL facility. Now, the first part of that, I get. Um, Obviously, it's absurd how long it took for gambling to become legal. And there are still some states, embarrassingly, where gambling is illegal. Fortunately, my state of Ohio just this year became a state uh, that where gambling became legal. Now, whether you want to gamble, my opinion on it, 
whatever you're, whatever you're into, you want to gamble or you don't want to gamble, doesn't matter. It should be legal. Let adults make their own decisions. That's how I feel on most things. Alcohol, I could go on and on, but I don't want to go down that whole road. But um, I believe in trusting adults to make adult decisions. And gambling is legal in many states now, as it should be. It should be legal everywhere. The f- but the fact that the NFL doesn't want to let players bet on football on the NFL is fair. That that makes sense. It, there's a conflict of interest there. You don't want players betting on NFL games. It's smart that the NFL is allowing players to bet on other sports. The NFL is doing business with all these betting entities, and so I get it. I'm doing business with Bet Rivers. I love Bet Rivers. I use the Bet Rivers lines every day to make my picks, and so I. I, I that that's not hidden here. I'm not fighting for the gambling uh, agenda. Long before I started doing podcasts for Bet Rivers, I was always saying that gambling should be legal. And but but obviously, football NFL players should should not be able to bet on the NFL. We all understand that. And I don't, you know. And if they do, then there should be a suspension. Uh, people uh, complaining about that because the NFL is making money off gambling. That I understand. But players betting on basketball, college football, uh, whatever, baseball, hockey, horse racing, tennis, soccer, whatever the hell they want to bet on should be fine. But the fact the second part of that rule is what is absurd. The fact that you can't bet within the facility. Now, okay, the argument might be, well, the guys know the rules. Yeah. And it was stupid that they didn't, you know, you could, they could have Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill could have left the facility and made their bets and there'd be no problem. But ultimately, this is beyond stupid. What is the point of why is it okay to bet at their house or their car? Or, well, I guess it wouldn't be. If their car is in the parking lot on a facility, it's no good. But if they drive their car to the street, well, as long as they're I don't know. Does the street count as the facility? If they're two blocks away from the facility, they could bet from their car, their house, their grandma's house, whatever. Pretty much anywhere. But you can't bet from the facility. This is idiotic. What is the NFL doing here? It's just stupid. Now, when um, uh, Calvin Ridley was suspended last year, he bet on the NFL, that, and, and I know he wasn't playing. But if you're an NFL, if you're an active NFL player, even if you're hurt and not playing or whatever, if you're not retired, you can't bet on the NFL. I don't think anybody's debating. It. Probably some people are. That that's clearly where the line should be drawn. But to suspend a guy six games just because he made a legal bet on a non NFL sport in the facility is—it's just so stupid. What is the point of this? It's completely ridiculous. Anyway, just a couple of quotes. Uh, this is from Detroit General Manager Brad Holmes said in a statement, as a result of an NFL investigation, it came to our attention that a few of our players had violated the league's gambling policy. These players exhibited decision-making that is not consistent with our organizational values and violates league rules. I mean, our organizational values... I wonder how much I wonder how many shenanigans are going on in these front offices. Who knows all that? <laughs> Do you think Brad Holmes actually said that with a straight face? Because guys bet from the facility. Notice they cut the guys that are you know fringe roster guys and not uh, Jameson. Now I don't. Um, 
I I don't in in this article, and I haven't seen wh- exactly what the other guys did to get suspended for a year. Maybe they did buy bet on the NFL. I don't know if you've seen that, Monzo, but I, I haven't seen what what Quintez Cephas and C.J. Moore. I'm not seeing um like where they bet or maybe maybe it's they were suspended for longer so I'm assuming they bet on the NFL and if that's the case okay but organizational value stop it the NFL noted in its announcement that it has uncovered no evidence indicating any inside information was used or that any game was compromised by the players betting probably true uh the NFL would not there's no way the NFL would voluntarily admit if games were compromised, if they probably weren't, these are not guys that that could be diff- big difference makers. But even if it was, there's no way the NFL would admit that. Um, not a chance. I just think uh, now. So I don't know all the details on what these other guys did, but in terms of uh, what Jamison Williams did, he should not have been suspended. The rule is stupid. I don't know why they have this rule. It just doesn't make any sense. Speaking of crazy rules. Major League Baseball has suspended uh, Mets pitcher Max Scherzer for 10 games following his ejection for having a foreign substance on his hand during a game. Uh, Scherzer initially appealed the suspension but dropped it hours later. Uh, (laughs) In exchange, his fine was reduced from 10,000 to 5,000. I wonder if Scherzer actually cared about that. He's like he's a multimillionaire set for life, family set for life. I don't I'm not paying ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars to him is like a dime to me. Might be like a penny to me. And by the way, pennies should be banned. Banned. Monzo, are you with me in banning pennies? I am with you. Are you in? I, I, I may take the further step and say that that all chains should be banned, that nothing should be less than a dollar, but maybe I've gone too far on that. Or nothing less than a quarter. I mean, dime. A dime has not uh, to make that dime probably cost more than ten cents. No, certainly to make the the penny cost well, more than a penny. It's funny because if I pay for something in cash and something's like ten dollars and twenty five cents, yeah. someone's like, and I give like eleven bucks, someone's like, you have a quarter? No, yeah. I don't have a quarter. No, I never, I never have change on me ever. And what's the only thing? And the only time I ever need change. Um, is when I have to pay a parking meter because in Cleveland, although they're finally do- changing them over, but in Cleveland, you still have to pay most of the parking meters with quarters, which is so annoying because in most bigger cities, that's been flipped over. Now they're finally, after so many years, the new mayor of Cleveland is finally getting uh, meters where you can just pay with a credit card on your phone. and But but doesn't happen overnight. It takes some time. I just became mayor a few months ago, so it's starting to happen. But I, I, I hate when I'm like, oh, because I never have a quarter for those stupid meters. I'm not, I don't use a meter enough that I, you know, keep them in my car or anything. I honestly rarely even have cash on me these days. It's, it's true. Unless I, the only reason I keep cash on me is because when I go to a restaurant or uh, when I get my hair cut or, or even when I go for a massage, I like to give the tip in cash. I like to tip in cash, so that's the only reason I keep cash. But I never, I never pay for any. I never, I almost never use money cash except for tips. That's it. It's funny you only say that because I'm the 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 pizza place my kids like where I'm going tonight. You can yeah. pay with a credit card, but you can only tip with cash. 
So, like, to go to this restaurant, I have to specifically go to the ATM machine before just so I can tip the, the waiter or waitress. So that's, that is, that's an, that is odd. I've never seen that before. No, I had no idea. And they actually give yeah. you a, a like 3% off if you pay cash anyway. I have seen that. There's a couple of restaurants I go to that they give you pay cash. And, I, you know, if I have it, I'll do it. But, uh, you know, I don't make it a point. It's very rare that I make it a point to get cash. But, yeah. but anyway, we, we went down this road because I was talking about uh, Max Scherzer and Scherzer got ejected earlier. I can't remember what, when it was this week. I remember, you know, obviously I saw it, but I don't. And it was Phil Cuzzy that kicked him out. Phil Cuzzy's a veteran umpire, probably one of the most a highly respected umpire. Um, and they, they, so they, they told Scherzer he had to change his glove, wash his hands. He did it, came back out. The next inning, they checked him again. He's saying it was rosin. The, the, the problem with the situation is when the pitchers use rosin to get the grip, there's a line, right? If it becomes too sticky, it's a problem. So you can use some rosin. You can't use too much, but how do you know? It was a hot day. He's sweating. Who knows what the truth is? In the end, the rule is the rule, just like the stupid rules on gambling in the NFL. And there was no way he was going to win that appeal. So Max Scherzer suspended 10 games. Uh, he hasn't pitched all that great anyway to start this season. He'd been a little better lately. Uh, they're still waiting for Justin Verlander to come back as well. Um, the Mets off to a, a good start at 13-7. and seven. They've won eight of their last 10 games here. and uh, But, you know, part of the reason I picked them to go to the World Series is because of Verlander and Scherzer. And it's, it's amazing that the Mets are off to a good start considering Verlander hasn't pitched and Scherzer hasn't pitched well. And Carrasco's hurt as well. But like the Yankees... The Mets are an older team, at, at least in the pitching. I mean, you know, all their pitchers are over 30, I believe. And obviously Scherzer and, and Verlander are very old. So is Carrasco. I mean, he's he's way up there now. Uh, Mets do play tonight. They Well, everybody plays. It's a Friday. Mets are at the Giants on the West Coast. Um, And I, I won yesterday. My, my pick yesterday, if you listen to the live stream, I picked against the Giants and that was a winner for me yesterday. Uh, I, I'm staying away from this game tonight. Uh, Anthony DiSclefani is going to pitch for the Giants. Good job in his last start. Joey Lucchese is getting called up, um, not from one of the mob families, but uh, he is getting called up from, where's the Mets AAA? Why can't I think of where their AAA team is? Buffalo? Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse. Who's in Buffalo? I can't remember now. Rochester is the Twins. Who the hell's in Buffalo? I don't know. Anyway, getting called up from Syracuse. Lucchese looked like an up-and-coming pitcher with the Padres a few years ago. Mets got him last year. He was hurt all of last year. Didn't make the big league club, but now with all the injuries to the rotation at the moment. So I don't, I, I, I'm not going to pick the Giants because I, you know, I don't like the Giants. I, I think they were going to be terrible this year. They're off to a terrible start. But I'm not betting on Joey Lucchese, so I'll stay away from that one. But I do have a couple of baseball picks. I, they've been re- I, I think I'm now... Uh, 12 and 6 picking baseball games so far this year. I got two games for you. Number one, let's look at the Texas Rangers. Uh, uh, you know, they're they're hosting Oakland tonight. Now, I, obviously, I'm not going to bet them on the money line. Well, not obviously, because I don't want to, I don't want them at, at minus, well, there was minus 220 earlier. Let me see what it was. Let me see what it is now. Minus 205. What I do like the Rangers is on the run line. 
on the run line, minus one and a half. The Rangers are plus 100. I've I've probably, you know, probably at least I think four of my 12 wins in baseball are picking against the A's on the run line. I, when I pick the A's to lose 110 games, that might not be enough. I mean, maybe they're going to challenge the uh, 62 Mets for the worst record ever. I mean, they are just hideous. They have called up a couple of decent prospects, uh, but they're just a, just a god awful team. Three and 16. Uh, and John Gray, who was a guy who was a good prospect with Colorado, went over to um, Texas. I think last year was his first year in Texas. And he pitched pretty well. What a, what a shocker! A guy, you know, couldn't pitch great in Colorado, and he pitches better in in Texas. And so far, he's off to a, a pretty good start this year. So, I like John Gray in this one. I like the Rangers to cover. He's given up two runs or less in all three of his starts, and he's done it. Um, now he did have to leave his last start, um, but he's cleared. He's okay. So it's a little bit of a risky play because he did leave his last start. But uh, the, his t- two starts that he pitched, you know, a full game, gave up two runs uh, to a Cubs team that's been hitting pretty well and gave up two runs to an Orioles team that's got a pretty good lineup as well. So I like John Gray. I like the uh, the Rangers on the run line. They're plus 100, uh, giving up a run and a half. My second pick today also on the run line is the Angels. Shohei Otani on the hill tonight for the Angels. And, uh, you know, obviously the guy is just ridiculous. And he's pitching against Kansas City. The game is in uh, in Anaheim. And while I'm not a big Angels guy, I do love to bet the Angels quite often when Shohei Otani is pitching. So let me get the latest uh, line on this on the run line. Uh, the Angels, even even on the run line, they're still minus 129. That's how big a favorite they are in this game. But at minus 129, I still like the value there. Um, so take the Angels, too. Those are my picks, the Angels and the Rangers. Best pitching matchup of the day. There's not a lot of great pitching matchups today. Uh, a couple of young pitchers in Bryce Elder and Hunter Brown have both pitched well at games on Apple TV, Astros and Braves tonight at the odd starting time of 720. There are two games on Apple TV, Blue Jays and Yankees. So I love Apple TV, but I don't know if it's good for baseball. They have games on there right now because I don't know what percentage of people actually have Apple TV at this point. There's a lot of good programming on there. Uh, One of the interesting pitching matchups tonight is Seth Lugo for the Padres and Zach Gallen for Arizona. Gallen obviously has been an absolute... um, great pitcher for Arizona. I mean, he's under the radar and from, he first came up with Miami and then got traded to Arizona uh, in 2019 during his rookie season, but his career ERA is 310. And that's what, you know, he had a down year in 2021. It was kind of mediocre that year, but every other year he's been really good and uh, hasn't missed the start. You know, his rookie year pitched 15 games came up. Uh, get traded halfway through, made all his starts in 2020. Uh, he did miss a little time in 2021 when he didn't have as good a season and then made 31 starts last year, and he's off to a tremendous start. Um, and he's facing Seth Lugo, who's a guy I always kind of liked when he was on the Mets. He always wanted to be a starting pitcher. He never got an opportunity. 
Um, and now he's he's finally getting that chance. He did start some games for the Mets earlier in his career, but he was with the Mets from 2016 to 2022. He started 38 games, but uh, 31 of those 38 were his first three years in the league. In the last four years, he's only started seven games, but he's made three starts for San Diego so far this year. Uh, two of the three have been good. He pitched great against Colorado. He pitched great in Atlanta, which is not easy to do because obviously they're one of the best lineups in the league. He did struggle his last time out against the red-hot Milwaukee Brewers, but two out of three good starts, so that could be an interesting game tonight. Fernando Tatis had the offer in his first game back from suspension last night. So there you go. First game of the day, Dodgers-Cubs this afternoon, everybody else playing tonight. All right, let's switch gears to the really the biggest story of the weekend. We talked NFL suspensions. We talked Scherzer suspension. We talked baseball. But a big weekend of NBA playoff action starts tonight, 8.30 on ABC. It's the Cavs and the Knicks. I've talked about this series a lot. I've talked about it all week on the podcast, all week on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, yesterday on the live stream. Super pumped for this game three tonight. Love the contrasting styles of the Cavs and the Knicks. The Knicks, the big offensive team. The Cavs, the big defensive team. Fun teams to watch. A lot of energy. A lot of young talent. Uh, Knicks have the better depth and the better coach. Cavs have the better stars. Knicks played pretty well the first game. Cavs were hideous. Cavs were great the second game. Knicks were hideous. Knicks, um, at last check, were a one-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. Let me double-check that. They remain a one-and-a-half-point favorite again. Check out the Bet Rivers Sportsbook for the latest lines and odds. Uh, Knicks are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, so it's 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 basically a pick em game. Um, if you're going to bet the Cavs, you might as well bet them to win outright and not take the point-and-a-half because they're minus – uh, and I do like the Cavs tonight, by the way. The Cavs are minus 110 with the getting the point and a half. They're plus 102 to win outright. I mean, you might as well bet them to win outright. Unless you're predicting they're going to lose the game by exactly one point. That wouldn't make much sense, but it could happen. But, you know, why would you, why would you not go from minus 110 to plus 102? So I do like the Cavs tonight on the road. I think they're going to split these two games. I think the Cavs are going to win tonight. And then everybody's going to go crazy and say the Cavs are taking control and they're going to wipe the floor at the Knicks and then the Knicks will bounce back Sunday and win. I still think the series is going seven games. I still think the Cavs are going to win. I think the Cavs are going to win games three, five, and seven. I think the Knicks are going to win games four and six. And that's where we're at. But I'm lo- but who knows? It's still a crapshoot. And my baseball picks are way better than my NBA picks. So I wouldn't uh, invest too heavily with me on on the NBA. I've been much more up and down there. Uh, but uh, I am looking forward to this game. It's the Knicks got a little banked up last game. They actually got roughed up a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see that the Knicks, like the crowd in New York at the Garden, is going to be bonkers tonight. Crazy. And they know the fans there know the Knicks got to win both games. If they're going to win the series, they got to win both games at home. Now, the Knicks have been good on the road, one of the best road teams in the league. But I think if they're going to win the series, they got to win both home games, my opinion. That game again at 8.30 tonight. So I can't wait, and they'll play game five of that series, excuse me, game four of that series on Sunday at 1 p.m. So quick turnaround. 
8.30 Friday night start, 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. That's about as quick a turnaround as you get in the NBA playoffs. So it'll be, what, uh, less than 48 hours. You'll see the series uh, be through four, and obviously we'll talk about it on Monday. Also tonight, Celtics-Hawks. Uh, that game at 7, 7 o'clock on ESPN. The uh, Celtics are minus are, uh, uh, minus uh, they're a five and a half point favorite in this one, and then the late night game tonight is the Nuggets and the T Wolves. Nuggets are only a two and a half point favorite in Minnesota. Obviously, you know, like most teams, the T Wolves are better at home. Uh, but I kind of like the Nuggets. I think they're going to sweep the series. Now, the Nuggets were not good on the road. They were, they finished nineteen and twenty two on the road. But it's not like Minnesota was that good at home. They only twenty two and nineteen at home. I mean, they were barely. Minnesota's a bad team. They they're not a good good team. So uh, I expect both the Celtics and Nuggets to take care of business. We'll have uh, Game Four as the Sixers go for a sweep tomorrow. All all four series, all eight series, will play over the weekend. So the teams that are playing tomorrow will also play Sunday. And then you know you got uh, tomorrow one o'clock Sixers Nets three thirty Suns Clippers. 7.30 Bucks Heat, 10 o'clock Grizzlies Lakers. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And then all the teams playing today will play Sunday in addition to the Kings Warriors. Impressive uh, bounce back by the Warriors without Draymond Green to win at home in game three. They're now 34-8 and eight at home, including the playoff win last night. And they are a huge favorite in game four Sunday afternoon at 3.30. Uh, I saw seven and a half early. Let me just double check that one now. Uh, yeah, seven and a half still on the Bet River Sportsbook. So there you go. Gonna be exciting weekend in the NBA. Uh, again, I I warn you that uh, I know nothing about the NHL, but I just want to talk about it for a second because last night in the NHL, Monzo, your I was about to say the Texas Rangers, your New York Rangers. Kick the devil's ass again. Yes. Yes, it was five to one. I mean, by the way, all these games, except for the Avalanche cracking game, were very high scoring. I mean, you had three teams score five or more goals yesterday. Rangers beat the Devils five one. The Golden Knights beat the Jets five two. And the Maple Leafs scored seven. By the way, you'll appreciate this. There's this guy named on Twitter named Cam in Canada. He's a huge fan of my my TV show here. He listens to all. He's a Browns fan, but he's from Canada. He roots for all teams from from Toronto besides the Browns, right? Obviously, no NFL team in in uh, Canada. So he uh, he he posted some sort of uh, I don't know if it was a picture or a video of like all of of some. Ta- I, I can't remember <laughs> if it was Montreal or Toronto, some Canadian city on the night of a playoff game, and there was nobody out. He's like. This is Canada. We're all about hockey. And then I used your line, like, which, because I didn't realize this, that how many years has it been now since the Canadian team has won the cup? The Canadians in 92-93. I mean, that's crazy. It's the it's the sport of Canada, and it's been 30 years since the Canadian team won a cup, so I was busting his chops about that. And yeah, I take great, I I take great pride in that as well. So, Yeah. It is it is funny that that's the case. But, the de- listen, in the NHL, we all know, even I know this as not a big NHL guy, these series can turn in a hurry. And even though the Rangers won the first two on the road and it feels like, well, no way they can lose now, they can. We've seen it before in the NHL. Do you think this, are you cautiously optimistic or you think it's over? 
The Rangers got I'm it. I'm cautiously optimistic because the Rangers look like a team that have been here before, and the Devils look like they've not, you know, too many young players and haven't had any play experience. Yeah. However, the Rangers have come back from down 0-2 many times, including last season. So, yep. to me, it's over when they win the fourth game. <laughs> it's just how it is. And that's the and, and hockey probably you know baseball too is you know but hockey is very so unpredictable that things change on a dime. Oh, by the way, I want to see if you agree with this. I saw this article on ESPN. It listed the sixteen NHL playoff teams. It said biggest celebrity fans for all these teams. Have you seen this article? I haven't. Okay, well, you tell me if you're buying into this. Did they pick the right people? They claim that the biggest Rangers fans I, on ESPN. Can I try and guess them? Celebrities, go ahead. They got four people. Uh, I'm going to say Susan Sarandon. Not on the list, but Tim Robbins, her ex-husband, right? Tim Robbins, yes, he's yeah. always there. Michael J. Fox. Uh, well, that okay. So they list like others, kind of receiving votes, and Michael J. Fox was on the others receiving votes list. Uh, so he kind he makes the he makes the top six. I hope not Boomer Sison. <laughs> no. No boomer. There is one former New York athlete, though, uh, who Justin recently Tuck? retired. No, another giant. Oh, uh, Brian Dable? No, much. No, 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 no. Well, he's always at the uh, games. A, he's going nuts. For a future Hall of Famer. Oh, Eli? Eli, even though I don't think he deserves it. But anyway. Also also on the list, Rick Moranis. Never, would, I, never would, he's, I never would have guessed that. Margot Robbie. Okay. And Liam Neeson. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he's always at the games. That makes sense. So there you go. Uh, by the, by, all right, what, you, you want to try to guess a couple of the Islander fans? Uh, I can't even think of regular fans, let alone celebrity fans. Well, one of them is uh, the greatest singer-songwriter of uh, all Billy time. Billy Joel? That is correct. Long Island, yeah. I mean, I didn't know he was an Ralph. Fan. They got Ralph Macchio. Yeah, I guess so. He's he... Kevin Connolly. Yeah. From uh, um, what's the show? Entourage. Entourage. Couldn't think of the name. Love that show. Anyway, so uh, all right. So you're confident, but not uh, not over the top. If the the the, the what the Rangers have done is yeah. is they turned the switch on, which I didn't know. They, they I've never seen them do it. Like flip the switch. They flip the switch, and they look like a completely different team than they did in the regular season. So all right. That can come with experience, and uh, but no, listen, the playoffs are great, but being up 0-2 yeah. means nothing. It means nothing. <laughs> I believe they're the only – oh, them and Carolina, right? They're the only teams that are up 2-0. Every other series is 1-1, right? Yeah, the Bruins lost at home to Florida, which is remarkable, yeah. considering that I think they lost Shocker. like four regular season games at all at home in regulation all season. Yeah, that is amazing. They had the, the best record by a lot. Not even close. So, anyway, tonight in the NHL, uh, Carolina and the Islanders at 7 Carolina looking to go up 3-0. That game in, in Long Island. I'll say this. That series is over. Yeah. That series that is over. That series is over. All right. That's on TBS. So is Dallas at Minnesota at 930. Series tied at 1. On TNT, 730 Boston at Florida. Tied at 1. And at 10 o'clock, Edmonton and the Kings. That also tied at 1. All right. There you go. There's, we even got a little hockey in there. That's it for this edition of the bullpen with Adam, the bull brought to you by bet rivers. I'll be back again on Mondays on Monday. We'll be doing the bull in Cleveland. Uh, we'll, we'll start preparing for the NFL draft. We'll look specifically at the Browns. 
We'll recap the weekend of Cavs, Knicks, and a whole lot more coming up on Monday. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing, as always. Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe out there. I'll talk to you on Monday right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by BetRivers. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.